I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Stranger Things Season 1, Episode 7, The Bathtub. We begin with a tender moment between Mike and Eleven rudely interrupted. Just as the pair seem about to kiss, a wild-eyed Dustin bursts in with news that Lucas is in trouble. A hysterical Lucas shouting something undiscernible crackles through the radio transmitter in Mike's home. We cut to Lucas riding his bike like a kid possessed as he shouts his warning that the baddies are coming. Mike and Dustin look outside and see a Hawkins lab van parked up. As Mike runs to ask his mother about it, Dustin watches in terror as a whole fleet of vans arrive on the scene. Mike, Dustin and Eleven dash from the back door, grab their bikes and attempt to escape. Eleven looks back as the men from the vans approach and locks eyes with Brenner. As the kids pedal like the wind, the men race back to the vehicles to give pursuit. With the vans hot on their trails, the trio cut through the trees, catching up with Lucas as they go. The baddies turn around a bend and close in again. The kids put Trina to pedal, but another van appears in front of them, making like it's going to mow them down. Moments before the impact, the vehicle suddenly flips and sails straight over the stunned kids as Eleven focuses intently, bringing her powers to the fore and the rescue once more. The van lands in a crumpled heap, blocking the others in pursuit and allowing the gang to make their escape. Yeah! Arriving in a junkyard, Lucas declares Eleven to be awesome and in a touching moment apologises to her. Mike and Lucas then make friends too with a handshake and the crew are back in business. Come on! Joyce and Hopper arrive at the police station where Jonathan has been arrested. The cops find weapons and traps in the boot of his car. When Hopper asks for an explanation, Jonathan says he wouldn't believe him. Brenner and the agents from the lab visit Mike's home. Mike's parents, Karen and Ted, are questioned and shown a picture of Eleven. Karen becomes hysterical, angry at the intrusion and possibility that her son is in danger. Brenner watches and, in a tone that sits somewhere between comforting and menacing, explains that Mike is in real danger and they should tell him where he might have gone. Back at the junkyard, plans to get into the lab are disrupted when a helicopter comes into view. The gang hurriedly stash their bikes and take refuge in an abandoned bus. At the police station, Jonathan and Nancy tell Hopper about the monster. Joyce and Jonathan argue, with Joyce horrified that her son put his and Nancy's life on the line. An irate mother enters the building, shouting about a kid breaking her son's arm. Hopper approaches and sees the bully Troy and his mother demanding action. Just as he's about to leave it to his officers, however, Hopper is stopped in his tracks by the description of Troy's attacker, a girl with no hair. 
Troy then tells him she has powers and is always with Mike, Lucas and Dustin. Elsewhere, Steve and Tommy scuffle after Steve loses his temper over the insults about Nancy. Steve jumps in his car and speeds away. Agents are still swarming over the wheeler house and Chief Hopper looks on from afar. He persuades Nancy not to go over there. She worries about Mike, but Hopper points to the helicopter circling overhead, stating they haven't found her brother yet. In the car, Jonathan tells Hopper, Nancy and Joyce that he might know how to find him. They arrive at Joyce's and retrieve Will's transistor radio. The gang are still holed up in the bus when Nancy's voice comes through their own radio. Distrust takes hold and Mike refuses to answer, worrying Nancy might be being forced to speak to them. Hopper tries to, but to no avail. But just as it seems that the plan is a washout, Mike responds. As the gang in the bus wait for Hopper, Dustin becomes increasingly tense, reminding his friends about the treachery of Lando Calarizin in The Empire Strikes Back. It's a fair point. His worries suddenly seem very real as two cars arrive on the scene and armed men in suits climb out. Just as one of the men tentatively goes to enter the bus, he's knocked out. The gang listen to the sounds of fighting outside before a heroic hopper enters to whisk them away. Mike and Nancy are reunited at Joyce's house. Inside, the boys explain the upside down to Hopper, Joyce, Jonathan and Nancy, telling them Will is hiding there and that the gateway in is at the lab. Eleven tries to reach Will and barb through the radio but fails. She says she will be able to find them in the bath. The bath? What? A call is made to the teacher and AV club guru, Mr Clark, where Dustin asks the requirements for a makeshift sensory deprivation tank. Ah, oh, the bath. In the hall of the school, a kiddie pool is set up and filled with water and de-icing salt. Joyce thanks Eleven for what she's about to do, saying she'll be there for her. Eleven climbs in and enters a trance state. She's alone in a dark place and quickly finds Barb's body. Shocked, Eleven screams the word gone over and over. Back in the hall, Nancy reels as, floating in the pool, Eleven repeats the word and begins to hyperventilate. In the darkness, a distraught Eleven hears Joyce calming her. She sees Will's homemade den, Castle Byers, and pulling back the covered door finds Will curled up on the floor. Eleven tells him his mum's coming. Will opens his eyes and weakly replies, hurry. As Eleven comforts him, the scene suddenly vanishes and plunged into the darkness she panics, sitting bolt upright and awake back in the pool. After events at the school, Hopper and Joyce decide to break into Hawkins' lab to rescue Will, but are apprehended by armed guards. Jonathan and Nancy plan to kill the monster, sneaking into the police station to retrieve their weapons and also grabbing a fire extinguisher for good measure. Whilst back in the upside down at Castle Byers, Will is singing. His voice cracked and scared. The song is broken as the monster begins to tear his castle down. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know, there may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at PreviousPodcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.